This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. The Jeff Orvid Show starts now. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for being here today. Happy to be here with you. Uh, busy program. I'll try to get through everything in just a second. We're going to talk with Joe Setian uh, from the Goldwater Institute. Two big issues here in Arizona. One at ASU, and also the the zone. You've heard about this huge homeless encampment down in Phoenix. Um, we're going to get into all those details. I I did see and hear the Kamala Harris plane fly over. So we'll talk about what it costs to shuttle our wonderful elected representatives, so-called representatives around the country and around the world, uh, Bruce Sidlinger, who is a commercially rated pilot, um, and, and even a higher degree to that. He gets mad at me when I just say that. He's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. Uh, plus, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll fill you in on, remember yesterday I had Rob Wilson on. I have the, I have my ballot in hand. And remember, I, I over the weekend, I got, I got my ballot, and then I got a second ballot. No, I did. I have two ballots. Apparently, I get to vote twice in the upcoming election. We we're told that that never happens. Of course, I will not vote twice, but I'm going to give you details because I actually opened the envelope, and it is as I suspected, so we'll, we'll talk about that. And if you got a comment, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, uh, Joe Setian, Senior Communications Manager with the Goldwater Institute. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I get two ballots. I'm waiting for my third. I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, I, I, I guess. I guess. So, yeah, okay, let's start off with this one. Um, I mean, sadly, we're seeing more and more of these encampments in American cities, homeless encampments. Uh, believe it or not, there's. I'm in Flagstaff right now, and I've even seen that up here to a smaller, very small degree compared to Phoenix, but it's kind of happening all over the place. I watched as this Phoenix one, it's called, I believe, The Zone. I think they had their own zip code for a while grew and grew and grew. Um, describe what, what, what's been going on down there with the, with the zone. Well, yeah, Jeff, as you mentioned, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So you have this vast swath of downtown Phoenix, and it has been completely taken over by this homelessness encampment. At various times, you've had more than a thousand people in that encampment. Um, it is full of violent crime. You have rapes. You have murders. It's extremely sad. You have, you know, people using drugs in public. You have urine and human waste on the streets. The smell is just horrible. And, you know, it's, it's not fair to, one, the law-abiding business and property owners who have lived there for a long time and now have basically seen their neighborhood turn into a tent encampment. It's not fair to... The people who are forced to live on the street in an area with, um, you know, with riddled with violence and with all of these horrible things. But here's the worst part of it, Jeff, is that the city of Phoenix has actually shunted people into the zone. They are basically operating what is an open air homelessness encampment. They are not helping. Not even are they failing to address the crisis, but they're actually encouraging people to reside in these tents. They're not enforcing the law, which is why, you know, guess what? When you don't enforce the law, you're going to have crime because the criminals know that they could commit crimes and no one is going to do anything about it. Now, a group of property and business owners who were fed up with the city's inaction 
then sued the city for maintaining what we call an illegal public nuisance. And the good news is that just a few weeks ago or a month ago, a judge ruled in those property and business owners' favor. Mm. And he said the city has until November 4th to abate this nuisance. Now, that's really good news for those citizens whose livelihoods have been destroyed as violent crime, drug use, and more surge. But actually a national tie-in here that I think would be really interesting to your readers, to your, uh, to your listeners, because yeah. as you said, you know, this is a nationwide problem. We're seeing all around the country, whether it's San Francisco, New York, Chicago, Phoenix, the list goes on and on. We're seeing these homelessness crises, and we're seeing liberal city officials who absolutely refuse to do anything about it. Now, here's where it gets interesting. In what's called the Ninth Circuit, in the cities covered by the Ninth Circuit Federal Appeals Court, these cities are using an excuse to avoid dealing with this crisis. They are using a federal appeals court ruling that said that the city cannot penalize people for being, quote-unquote, involuntarily homeless. Now, what the people, what these liberal city leaders have done is they've said, okay, that means we just can't enforce the law. We cannot enforce the law. We cannot enforce, you know, laws against fires and camping, public camping. They're not even enforcing laws against, you know, more serious crimes because that's what we've seen in Phoenix. It's horrible. But here's what happened. We're urging the Supreme Court to overturn this ruling because what we're saying is, and, you know, my my colleague, uh, Goldwater Vice President for Legal Affairs, Timothy Sandifer, has a great way of putting it. He says, a person isn't involuntarily sleeping on the streets just because the government hasn't given them a bed any more than anyone who drives home from a bar drunk is involuntarily driving under the influence just because the government didn't hire you an Uber. So, you know, we've seen these, these cities use this excuse, but it's not going to stand. And we're hoping that the Supreme Court will, will strike down this ruling for the good of Phoenix, but also for the good of other Western cities. You're talking, Joe, the not the Arizona Supreme Court. You're talking U.S. Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme okay. Court. Okay. And what's inter- yeah. yeah. So, and this is district, um, district the, the Ninth Circuit, I should say, which is, yeah, this is out, the Ninth of, Circuit. out of San Francisco, yeah. is it? or? That's that's the one. It's based yeah. out of California, California I, okay. I believe. And this is the one, you know, you'll hear about the Ninth Circuit a lot because they're, they're known as, you know, a more liberal court. And they did a field ruling. This sounds like something like in, like in, like in wartime or something. I mean, I didn't even, I, that's the first I've ever heard of such a thing. Mm. Yeah. This is, um, you know, the, the, the state court ruling, um, and I should clarify, there's a state court, you know, um, going on, there's a state court uh, case going on, and then this is on the federal side of things. So in the okay. state court, the judge actually said, look, the Supreme Court should take a look at these federal appeals court rulings, because these cities are using them in the wrong way, and these rulings are wrong. Are wrong. So not only have, you know, not only is Goldwater, the conservative, saying, Yes, the Supreme U.S. Supreme Court should take away these liberal cities' excuse. But the state court said it. And here's the funny thing. Governor Gavin Newsom and people from all across the ideological spectrum are saying the same thing because the problem has gotten that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Even they realize that these cities cannot use 
this Ninth Circuit court ruling as a cover to avoid addressing homelessness. Okay, so November 4th was the ruling um, that this camp needs to be disbanded. I, I, I thought that it was supposed to be disbanded a long time ago. It seems to keep getting well, pushed. Well, it was. That's okay. the problem. That's the problem. It, it, the, the city, you know, the city is doing everything it can, you know, at, at least um, over the past few months, just to punt and punt and punt because... You know, they, they don't want to address this problem. Okay, so number, November 4th, another court ruling is like, seriously, kind of in, in my lame terms. That's, seriously, I really mean this. you got to get rid of this encampment. Yeah, seriously, okay. we really mean it. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so what do you think happens? I mean, that's a couple of weeks away. November 4th, do you think they're going to be like, okay, whatever? Or are they going to send Phoenix PD down there to clear it out? How do you clear out an encampment? they're trying we know that they're taking some steps right now but we also know that for months and months the city has sort of just tried to push it off and push it off and we're saying look the the city should not do that anymore once november 4th comes we're going to see you know what has actually happened and we'll be able to see did the city do it or did they not and you know further further action could come at that time but that's you know that's the date that uh that that they got to do it by okay one more question on this. Is this happening on public land or is this spilling? O- I imagine it's spilling over into private property, but is the, the, yeah. the mass of this on like street corners, public parks, parking lots, streets? Where is it? Yeah, this is happening on public street, okay. street corners. You know, I don't know. I, I've been to the zone and it is really just streets filled, filled with homelessness, with, with tents. Like it's on the road, like on the road, Joe? On the streets, on, okay, the, uh, okay. on the sidewalk. How do they yeah. not? People, I, I don't. I don't understand. If I go lay down in the middle of the road, I don't know for whatever reason, a cop's going to come pick me up and probably put me in a nut house. But I mean, if if I do something to disrupt traffic and this and that, I, I think I'm getting arrested. Well, that's why the problem is people don't want to go into this area because they know it's so riddled with with violence and drug use that. It's basically become its own, you know, its, its own area. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, difficult um, to get yeah. around there. And it is, of course, spilling into private land, too. That's oh, part of the sure. problem. I'm sure they're having yeah, a heck, yeah. heck of a time. I just don't yeah. get it because I, I dealt with this years ago, too, with, um, you know, panhandling on city medians and, and sidewalks and this and that and blocking sidewalks. Um, mm-hmm. We have public property, which, okay, I get. You're supposed to be able to go there and the public should be able to use it. But my argument's always been, Joe, if, if I try to set up a business on the median, like, you know, in that busy mm-hmm. traffic intersection, the city's going to come say, mm-hmm. where's your business permit? This is this is right. public land. You can't do this. I don't understand how we got to this. Here's the point. If I, if if they can do that and basically live there, then I, I should be able to, if I have a property adjacent to it, I'm going to add an addition and utilize the city sidewalk. I mean, what's the difference? Right. Well, you see basically it's selective enforcement. Yeah. So the city will, in, they, they will not enforce the law where they don't want to because they don't want to address this problem because it's so big and it's so out of control that, you know, they, they just decided we're not going to enforce the law. But when it comes to, you know, people doing what they want on their own, on their own private land or, you know, being zoning restrictions or, or stuff like that, the cities usually all around the country are all too happy to impose a host of, you know, bureaucratic red tape and regulations. Oh. And here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 You, you, you tear down a little non load bearing wall and it's like, see what happens. Right. But apparently I can, and they'll come for you. yeah, apparently I can block a street and build a 
wall practically. Um, okay, so yeah. you're on this gold, and I should say the website goldwaterinstitute.org. Uh, check that out. Um, this one, we'll see. You, you're kind of in wait and see for November 4th to see if they actually clear it out. But then the big case, obviously, to try to fix this nationwide with these field rulings or whatever you called it, um, that is to be determined as far as get in front of the Supreme Court. Absolutely. Okay. We're really hoping that the Supreme Court will take this case and then overturn these rulings to okay. help us take back our city. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we're talking with Joe Satyan with the Goldwater Institute, um, who's always fighting these things. And I've always been appreciative. We've had you guys on issue after issue, year after year. Uh, you'll never be out of work, sadly. I, I wish you were, actually. I don't want to say I want you to lose your job or anything, Joe. But wouldn't it be nice that if we didn't have to fight these things? <laughs> it really would. You know, if we had a free, a completely free society, yeah. where you didn't have any of this bad stuff going on, you know, ideally we'd all be out of stuff yeah. because yeah, right. we have complete freedom. I wouldn't even have a talk yeah. show. I'd be nothing to talk about. All right. Um, yeah. Let's switch to education, higher education in particular. Like yesterday I was talking with um, – Sharice uh, Trump from an organization about uh, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, and this whole, you know, all the protests that happened after with Israel and the Hamas and that happened in the universities and how DE is set, kind of just seeping into all these institutions. Uh, here in Arizona, it's this has happened as well. And we have three public universities, unless I'm mistaken here, ASU, U of A, and NAU. Aren't, these are taxpayer, shall I say, supported institutions, Correct. That's absolutely right. Okay. I, do you know what to what degree? I mean, quite a bit, right? Yeah, I couldn't give you specific numbers, yeah. but you know, when you're talking about public universities, these are these are government run schools. Um, the U of A, ASU, NAU, they they are government run schools. Okay. Um, it's a little bit different. You know, even private schools take some government money, but these are not private schools. These are public government-run universities. Okay, so if you're public-run, taxpayer-funded, um, they're right. just ripping. Many of them are ripping the Constitution um, with dripping with DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. I, what, what's going on? What's been going on at ASU? I guess I should say. Yeah. Let me let me answer that with a question. Okay. Um, do you should I think I know the answer, but should colleges that are run by the government train? Their professors on um, white supremacy being written into the foundational documents of our nation. Yeah, <laughs> should yeah. Uh, they shouldn't, but I'm I'm certain no, they are. But it's happening. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's happening at ASU, and and here's here's exactly what's going on. According to a law, a state law that was passed, I believe last year, the government cannot spend taxpayer money, your money, you and I's money, on trainings that quote present any form of blame or judgment on the basis of race, ethnicity, or sex. Basically, government-funded discrimination is a no-no. Unfortunately, that is what is happening at um, ASU and, and really all around the country. Mm -hmm. So basically what we found out was that um, ASU was using taxpayer funds to mandate um, DEI training among faculty. Um, they were making people, they were making um, faculty as a condition, you know, of working there, take this DEI training that taught some of those extreme concepts, including, you know, how white supremacy is normalized in society, white fragility, white privilege, the history of white supremacy, all of that stuff. And then it's making them take a test afterwards where you have to provide the right answer. Um, what's more, this is, this is just even icing on the cake, so to speak, is that at ASU, 
want to go to the, the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communication, you have to take a mandatory DEI course as a requirement for graduation. This Cronkite School, we know it's, it's supposed to be one of the country's preeminent training grounds for journalists. But instead, what we're seeing is that these schools are forcing doctor indoctrination down, down students' throats. Um, one more point I want to make on this is that what we're seeing in higher ed and the Goldwater Institute really thinks this is a huge problem, is that leftist universities are trying to indoctrinate, they're trying to control every phase of life at the university. So a few months ago, we did a study that found that up to 80% of faculty job applications at those three public universities that you mentioned before required faculty to submit a diversity statement. Now you might say, diversity statement, that's not that bad, right? Well, diversity statements and this um, this idea of DEI in general are really just, it's, it's, a, it's a guise and it's a trick to make people, um, to make people basically swear fealty to these leftist ideas of racial discrimination, that one race is better than the other, that wow. certain people have to apologize for the sins of their ancestors. Uh, now look, Jeff, I am a Jewish, Egyptian, Puerto Rican, Swedish guy. I have no problem with diversity. What I do have a problem with is the government telling you that it's the government forcing racial indoctrination, racial discrimination down your throat. Yeah, and so, they're doing it everywhere. They're doing it everywhere. They're doing it in hiring. As I told you before, they're doing it in faculty training. They're doing it in students. You know, they're doing it in classrooms. They're trying to take over every phase of university life. And this is the scary part is you control that next generation. If you control the students, if you form what they think, then you're going to end up with a generation that just does exactly what you want them to do. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, Joe, can you, can you hold over for just a couple minutes? Cause I want to find out what, what you're doing on this one. Um, we're talking with Joe Setian with the Goldwater Institute. Bruce Sidlinger coming up as well. Uh, plus your comments, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. You know, Angela and I have been buying physical gold and silver for decades. I don't tell you how to invest, but I want you to educate yourself. Um, Learn about physical gold and silver. Justin and his family-run company at Desert Gold Exchange right here in Arizona have done a great job for my family for years. They keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. Uh, look, the pri- the reason why gold and silver is, is actually true money is because it's the same price wherever you go. Spot price. <laughs> no matter where you go. Um, it's the fees and those commissions that really add up. Gold, um, Desert Gold Exchange they have, like I said, the lowest fees and commissions. They pass it on to you and, and you can get more physical gold and silver uh, and convert your dollars if that's the way you want to go. Call them up right now. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. Get a free investor's kit. You mention the show, they're going to treat you like gold as well. Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Finish up with Joe here from Goldwater Institute. Hang on. Back in a minute.
Call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Now, here's why. Most insurance companies, they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Now, when you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop on by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading, and it'll save you from a costly windshield replacement. If you've replaced your windshield with Diamond Auto Glass before, as I have, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty and no appointments necessary. Just stop on in. Most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes. Remember, always call Diamond Auto Glass first, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Welcome back. Comments always welcome. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Finishing up here with Joe Setian from the Goldwater Institute, goldwaterinstitute.org, um, talking about how ASU is was pushing the DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion training, uh, which is against state law. And I remember that when they passed this legislation, Joe, um, we usually talk about this stuff, and it's usually a passing story of how jacked up it all is. But the good thing is when we, we have Joe here and we have Goldwater Institute, you're actually fighting to change this and fighting it legally, which is what has to be done, quite expensive, obviously, and a very long process. So what's going on? How are you combating this, I guess, at ASU? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a few weeks ago, we sent a pair of letters, uh, you know, to the Arizona Board of Regents, and we've we've demanded that, uh, you know, ASU stop using taxpayer funds to, to mandate this DEI training. Um, we've said that they need to comply with Arizona public records law because there's a lot that we, we still, you know, they haven't even told us a lot of it, and they need to disclose what they're doing. And then in terms of that Walter Cronkite course, we also filed public records requests and, and sent a letter saying, look, you need to reveal what exactly is in the curriculum. Now, our work is actually having a, a real-world effect. Um, I mentioned that diversity statement issue where, you know, up to 80% of public universities in Arizona we're requiring these diversity statements. Well, we made it, you know, we, we, we called attention to that. We showed what was happening. And a few months ago, ASU, uh, excuse me, ASU, NAU, uh, U of A, all of those public universities, they stopped. They okay. said, we're not going to require diversity statements anymore. So look, we know that when you call attention to these things, when you, when you bring awareness and when you fight it, it can actually have an effect. We've done the same thing in Florida. Um, and, you know, I said this is this is a national issue. In Texas, we have completely defunded DEI bureaucracies in public higher education. Good. I'm glad to hear that, Joe. Keep up the fight. Keep up watching for whatever, however they recast and rebrand this, though, because until like a couple of years ago, I didn't even know what DEI was. And it'll yeah. be called something else and rolled out some other way down down the line, unfortunately. But you're battling it right now, and this stuff does need to stop. So I, I really do appreciate that. All right, Joe. Hey, I look forward to having you back on. And if there's any other big issues you guys are fighting, we'll look forward to getting you back on as soon as possible. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Jeff. Absolutely. Great to talk with you as always. Absolutely. And remember, goldwaterinstitute.org. That's goldwaterinstitute.org. Uh, we got Bruce Sidlinger coming up. I want to talk about Kamala Harris. I want to talk about how much it costs to ferry around these politicians all over the world. Uh, plus, Biden going to Israel. Well, that's 
How's that going to turn out? We'll talk about that. And, oh, the speaker race as well. All right, uh, refinancing your home. Call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Did a great job for Angela and I uh, just last year. Look, Nova Home Loans is Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender. Nova makes local decisions like a bank. And because they're also a broker, Kim Dawson, she has access to all the best programs. And there's a lot of programs out there, especially if you're a first-time buyer and a lot of different situations. Kim Dawson can work with you in your situation, try to get you into a house in the American dream. Plus, if you're refinancing, like let's say you're doing a cash-out refinance, maybe you've got 25% uh, credit card interest rate, uh, you can call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans and she might be able to help you out there like she helped my family out. Mention the Jeff Orvich Show, get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Here's the number for Kim, 928 928-310-6458. 6458. That's 928-310-6458. Kim Dawson, NMLS 69741. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087BK number 0902420. Equal housing opportunity. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Uh, fixing your roof can be pretty dang expensive. I did one last year. I want to say average size house, you know, $25,000 for new asphalt roof. Uh, there is an alternative, and it's, it's a coating system that can extend the life of your roof, oh, by about five, six years. Here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona, and Dave, who's an experienced home inspector, he can tell you all about this system and how it coats your roof, how it can extend the life of your roof, and it's maybe 10... Um, you know, a tenth of the cost. You're going to save like maybe 90% versus a new roof. Plus 10% of every roof job goes to charity of your choice. Go to freshroofofnaz.com. That's freshroofofnaz.com or call Dave and his team at 928-301-9404. That's 928-301-9404. Fresh Roof, 928-301-9404. Podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Bruce Sidlinger is not a happy man. <laughs> I'm kind of happy today. I'm I feel very good. cranky. Well, yeah, you, he comes in, he's just scowling. since you're all bubbly. I'll tell you a joke. I'm bubbly like Kamala. <laughs> yeah, here's my okay, joke. What's, your joke? Um, what's what's orange and sounds like a parrot? What a carrot. <laughs> This is the, whew, all right, that's it. <laughs> Quick break. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and I, so, that's the high point of today because I'm so cranky. Yeah, you did come in cranky and usually I'm a little cranky, but um, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it's, it's duck and geese season coming up Monday next week. And, you know, I'm got the firewood going. I'm going to, we're going to do grubs. I told the kids Thanksgiving, you know, it's a goose or nothing. You're getting, you're going to have to, like you said, grub. I know. I didn't. You know, it's, that's, I didn't see so, any ducks or geese. And you came up like Mary. I came up your way. Oh, I'm going to get one. This is. I'm going to get several. This. This is going to happen, one way or the other. 
I would be if worried. I have to if, go buy if you one. Had an adorable <laughs> little pet duck, I would be worried right now. Yeah. Or an adorable uh, pet goose. Yeah. But you don't. <laughs> I raised them in the backyard just in case. Yeah. yeah, that's coming up. So we'll we'll I'll let you fill you in on that. I may have to take Monday off. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how intense we get with this thing. You may not see me till January when it ends. I'll come back. There's a big beard and Yep. Got You're me. resolute. Oh, yeah, this is happening. I will uh, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. You're becoming, like, I don't know. I don't know these TV people. Grizzly Adams. Is, <laughs> is, that, is that a person that lived in the wild or something? I'm preparing. I want to be, I want my kids to know how to, to hunt and fish. And, you know, we've got the property down there and that we, you know, have to mow and take care of. And we're going to expand some fields next year, uh, corn and other things, and just keep growing that. It's just, it's a, it's a slow process. It's a little bit at a time because this is stuff that, you know, usually is passed on generation, generation farming. I've had farmers on the program and, you know, it's just, it, to, I, I always get a kick out of if things are really going to hit the fan. Like, let's say we had like 1929 style, you know, crash depression type thing. People actually had some self-sustaining capabilities back then. Nowadays, there is a, there is a difference. Good. There is a difference now though, because I think most scenarios argue for mobility that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that farm field that just gets raided. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll be at your house, Bruce. I suggest. Bunker. I suggest an airplane. Like Kamala. No. So Kamala Harris. I'll get to this. I couldn't goof around. Yeah. I couldn't fly today because I, of. I, I. Yeah. 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 You got to close all the air sprays because these politicians need to go around and talk to some select people on your dime. I'll get to that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. That's going to take me down a rabbit hole, and that's going to be a second hour. Let's start with the first rabbit hole and why Bruce isn't very happy. Um, you know, he's if, not happy with the Republicans that ousted. If I hear that McCarthy, Matt, if I hear that Matt Getz is running for a dog catcher, I'm getting an apartment wherever in that Florida, is. Re-register against him. <laughs> not even dog catcher. Hey, I'm fine. I'm he fine exploded, with what they did. He, it's not okay. No. We're, because this is just the rehearsal for how we'll completely screw up the next election. We'll lose everything. I mean, think about this. When when we had the whole government at the beginning of Trump, mm-hmm. we didn't get very much done the first 100 days. Well, right now, we've got just a very limited time with just one tiny little branch of government left. Mm-hmm. And we threw away the first few weeks of it with 15 votes, remember? And then one guy just blows it up. And he should not be rewarded for this. I disagree, and I here's know, why. I know we do. I know <laughs> we, we do. Didn't we spend, and you got me grumpy the last show when you were, because um, this is when this was all happening, when well, they voted what, to oust McCarthy. I was terrified. I was posting on Facebook the first time through, the first 15, remember 15 rounds? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, strange things happen in politics, and somebody could flip. Do you remember McCain with his when he threw a bomb into the ballot box? Well, it uh, into the uh, hopper. Remember uh, the, 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 the Obamacare thing? Yeah. The thumbs Remember down. That? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, weird things happen and people flip and change parties and people get sick. People die. And I, th- I thought we were going to have speaker Hakeem Jeffries then. I mean, I actually thought mm. there's a scenario where this happens. And now well, well, we just, we just put everything totally at risk uh, for, for, for a, a very minor change. Here's, here's the problem. And I know you've, can I, can I see, you know, these people, you're too close to this because you know, these can I assume this because you've gotten more heavily involved with kind of the Republican side as far as going team Republican carrier, but this is a recent development for you. 
Is that fair to say? Like, I mean, by recent past couple years, it's been built. This has been I building. It's a recent you. development. For I've me watched to you transition. Let go. Well, because it's fun when when it's not existential. It's fun to be a libertarian, right? But when it's existential, like I like I said two weeks ago. There are there is a lot of daylight between Democrats and Republicans, and we have to have the Republican okay. side win, and we have to be like the Democrats, where we vote as a unit. I want to say this as because that's that's the build up to where you're at. You're building yeah, up right. to this. I've been in this for a long time, and I remember the Tea Party. I was involved with all that. I saw that, and I saw the promises. And after a while, and you'll probably get to this point eventually. You're like. These people are all full of crap. So when I saw the opportunity for people like Eli Crane, um, Andy Biggs, Gates, and they all jumped in and said, this McCarthy guy's going to go because he ain't touching the debt. He ain't dealing with all this stuff. And we've been promised time after time. Somebody finally stood the line and said, no more. That's it. So for me, I was like, yeah, it's time to go because I've heard this BS over and over again. And you ain't tricking me again, so goodbye, McCarthy. So well, I was fine with that. I feel like this is very similar to saying we need a we need a second Republican candidate to run as an independent. I mean, either way, we're uh, here. Here's my litmus test: okay. if everybody on the Democratic side is smiling and giggling, yeah, we didn't do right, and they've been smiling and giggling ever since this started. Yeah, but they, McCarthy had to make so many deals with those Democrats too, and he they'll, they'll, you know, he was very okay. personable. You eh. know, there's something to be said for a eh. personable guy. Did you hear his eh. his kind of like concession speech? He was humorous no. and personable and smart. Eh, career politician. I mean, that, that he's, he, well, he gets reelected over. It's because a political he's like that. job. Yeah, but you know, these guys are slimy. Um, I not, just and this is, I've I'm seen not saying, it. I've seen it so much. Bruce, I'm, not I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying that I want to go to Republican fundraising dinners and pal around with these people and. <laughs> I've done that. Didn't help. No, I'm just saying that, uh, I, you know, it's funny. There was a South Park episode about your two choices and I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm, uh, I'm uh, saying that even if I have to hold my nose, I'm straight ticket yeah, Republican voter because nose. this is yeah. why, this is why the Democrats win everything. You notice they're just all what? 218 votes every time that they, they vote. Yeah. Completely as a unit. Yeah. And I don't understand why our guys can't go off in a room hash it because, out because we got because the left they love uh more control they love more spending than the republicans although the republicans love spending most of them uh they they love uh hitting on the social issues transgenderism all that stuff they're all into that so they're all in agreement on that but on the right there's people who kind of agree with a lot of the stuff on the, on the left the republicans i'm talking about so you got to weed out those people there's there's, there's not two parties. Well, there's, there's a uniparty, and there happens to be a faction within the Republican Party that happens to still be conservative. And I don't know if it's ten percent. I don't even think it's that many. So I would just, I would prefer Bruce a real choice, break off and create a new party, a conservative party. The Republican Party can be that rhinoish, mushy middle, and the Democrats can be the leftist lunatics. I want my choice. I want a conservative party. Do you realize? The, the demographic trend is we're almost out forever. We're almost out forever. Uh, so it's like this, conservative and this and that? Yeah, the demographic. Yeah, okay. So that, that means I got to water down and just go along to get along and get. Well, if you care about that list I did two weeks ago, remember? Better yeah. on Second Amendment, better on uh, uh, school vouchers. 
I mean, they're still mm. better on some stuff. There's some stuff, but it's not enough for me. I mean, just ask, look, just okay. ask a Democrat if they if they think your your additional conservative party is a good idea, and they'll say yes. Oh, that's yeah, an yeah, awesome yeah, idea. Do yeah, that, please. They, they will. But but I, I just I haven't seen the change in all the years I've been doing this, so it, it doesn't to me it doesn't matter at this point if we do start another party, and maybe that party will eventually grow, and the Republican Party will be like the Whigs and go away, and we'll have a new. Uh, and people will get sick of the leftism just and stuff. One, just pick one thing you care about, like Second Amendment. You can kiss yeah. that goodbye. If we, if we, if we lose all the branches and the, and the, lose the Supreme Court over the next yeah, few but terms, here's the thing: we can't, we don't win because uh, they keep putting up these mushy. They, they've always tried to be the centrist compromisers. I've seen that for election after election too. Oh, we compromise, we compromise, and it just after a while it gets nauseous because well, they keep it, compromising. And, and their principles. I blame, I blame. All the Republicans that didn't vote, like what was it, eight years ago, ten years ago, or something, I was appalled that we couldn't just a hundred percent vote. Republicans are good at stuff, right? We're good yeah. at being plumbers and and electricians and stuff. And why we can't just, as a matter of course, you know, I think it was ten years ago. I said there should just be a little app. I called it the Accountability Buddy app, right? There <laughs> it's should, like the AA you, you thing. Why? Right, you should you just get all the Republicans on your yeah. block and say, "Hey, we're meeting here at nine, and we'll get in the van and we'll go vote," yeah. right? Yeah. And there's no scenario where you don't. I, I hear where you're coming from. Because we lost so little. Remember I, Georgia or whatever I, it was? We I lost hear where you're coming thread. from. I understand where you're coming from because I've been there. I'm just not there anymore. And I just, I don't believe these politicians. And I just saw something flash. And I just, um, I'm just done. So if, I hope that Jim Jordan gets in. And a quick update on that. Jim Jordan, who is one of the founding members of the Freedom Caucus, which is, Kind of interesting. I would love that to have got, ultra, uh, there's no such thing as too right wing for me. I would love that. But yeah, we, this I, may I, still happen. More so, I don't it, want Democrats okay. to be in charge of everything. He got 200 votes. He was what 16 or 18 short or whatever. There's yeah. there's there's some that are saying they're not going to do it. They have recessed, so he, he, they they voted. He didn't get it. Remember, of he's going to have to give away 18 farms now, and you're not going to get that. <laughs> you're not going to get that purity if he gets to his yeah, number. Maybe, maybe. Wh- look at what he get. Look at what he gives away, and you're and you're back to the guy that you want that you wanted thrown out. Uh, I assume that these guys are all going to disappoint me here at some point, um, but we'll see what happens now. If they go for the compromise candidate or the one that the Democrats like, which well, you I'm, think is the scenario that may happen, I, the, the the absolute nightmare where I just have to move to Hungary tomorrow is, <laughs> is don't go to Poland. I heard is, they just uh, elected. A, I, I can leftist. imagine a scenario where Hakeem Jeffries ends up being the speaker forever. But wow. the next worst thing is is a coalition government because that would be a coalition government in one branch and a completely leftist government in every other branch. So what chant? Yeah, 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 I can hear, I, I hear you on that. It's a nightmare. Um, if they do that, I'll, cause you know, I, I switched from Republican to independent. Yeah. I will re-register as a Republican just so I can switch back to an independent <laughs> to do it again, if that's the case. So, all right. I'd love to hear all from right. you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Uh, we got a ton more to cover. So stick around more to come. Hey, if you're selling a home in the Flagstaff area right now, if I was selling a home in the Flagstaff area right now, I'd call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. She's done a great job for so many people, making sure that people get top dollar out of their home, like Marcus and Courtney. They called Kelly. Uh, They were actually returning clients of hers, and they wanted to sell their home in Doney Park. They wanted to downsize. Market had shifted, but they knew that Kelly had the experience, resources, because she puts a lot into these things to get top dollar. Uh, her team, Kelly and her team, they marketed this thing. They got a cash buyer, which happens a lot nowadays, and uh, they were able to move on to a new home and uh, 
did a great job. She did a great job for them. You ever call 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Uh, get your HVAC system tuned up now. It's getting cold out there. You're going to be flicking that thing on. Not really the AC part, but the heating part. Uh, Gettles High Desert Mechanical can do a great job for you. They've done a great job for my family. Uh, we always do an annual safety check. They check the carbon monoxide and all that, go through the units, uh, clean it out, you know, filters, this and that. And if you need a new unit, they'll take care of you as well. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928-567-2200. That's 928-567-2200. Or go to Gettles, G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M.com. Gettles, H-D-M.com. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. Bruce Sidlinger's here with me. We'll have a lot more in hour two. Did you listen to the show yesterday? No. Okay, I we'll talk about this more next hour. But you know, you vote in Flagstaff, right? Yes. Okay. Well, not Flagstaff. Oh, you're, you're out in the county, so you won't get this one. You I know, fled. Remember, I fled. Yeah, that's right. You had to. You're you're a refugee. Yes. This They're having a big vote for this hospital, the rezone. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm against that from the very beginning. You don't want it. Never did. I was okay. against that the very first time you asked about it or I had a okay, chance okay. to talk about it. I'm going to break this down more for people because I think people are confused on the whole topic. But um, yesterday, people yesterday I told you that I got two ballots. Yeah. I got two ballots. Well, good. You're learning how to play the game now. This yeah, is finally. I got two ballots here. <laughs> I'm surprised that no one from the recorder's office has called me because I talked about this about 15 minutes yesterday. Okay. I guess no one's listening there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, and I did open them up. So next hour, I'll tell you what's in the two ballots because we were like, we just did it blind. Is my name on both ballots? Yeah. So are there two ballots in here? Do I get to vote twice? I don't think so. And I'm not going to vote twice, folks. So, you know, maybe they're just waiting for me to do Somebody's that. Somebody's dialing 911 right now. Yeah. No, I'm not going to vote twice. I'm going to resolve this. But the fact that I got two b- ballots that we, we swear, this never happens. This never happens, right? Okay. Nope. Maybe once they got two back, they would they would discover the problem. I got my neighbor's, surely, right? in Scottsdale, I got my neighbor's ballot yesterday. Oh, okay. All right, good. But the weirdest thing happened after the show yesterday. I ordered a book from Amazon, got it over the weekend, and yesterday I got a second same book from Amazon. So I got two of the same book. I'm getting to to ballot and and shopping fraud. And and shopping fraud. What am I going to do with the book? So I sent it back, but uh, yeah, it's like twos. Things are coming in twos. Do you know you can just take It's like the Noah's Noah's Ark of materialism here. Amazon Amazon returns, you just take them to Kohl's. It's great. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, just walk into okay. Coles and hand it to him. Yeah. Maybe it just Sometimes you try to return something like that and it becomes more of a hassle. Yeah. Or like it confuses the whole system. Okay, so I'll talk about my two ballots. Bruce has got a lot more. We're talking about Kamala Harris. What's it cost to ferry around all these politicians? Uh, plus a bunch of news updates. Stick around. More to come back in just a few minutes.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boatner Insurance Agency. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. You brought up an interesting point. Bruce Sidlinger is with me, and he's still not a happy man. No. You're starting to smile, though. I think it's because I'm in a good mood today. It's, 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 it's infectious. Because it's, it's because everything is a black comedy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a sad it's a sad clown show. Um, what were you talking about? How I have we're two ballots. Your voter fraud. Yeah, my same. Yeah, and I am only going to vote on one of these, and I will contact the county. So if somebody out there is like a, what do you call those people? The Karen, the the little. You're not supposed to say Karen because that's anti-Karen if you say that. Okay, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Anyway, I will be contacting the county, but I just find, I'm waiting because I'm waiting to see if I get a third ballot. Maybe. Okay. And if the Republican Party keeps going the way they're going, I'll just re-register as Republican and drop it off again as an independent, and then maybe I'll get a third ballot because I think that's what happened, you know, something like that. Anyway, you were saying that they're, just, they're, they're behind the scenes because, um, um, what's his name, Jim Jordan lost right, the speaker's the- race today. And they've adjourned, and they're probably going to try again tomorrow. He has to yeah, try the, to wrangle up, what, right, 10 eight, more votes or whatever. Or eight, whatever. whatever. And so in the previous segment, I just tossed off. I said, well, you know, uh, your guy is going to have to, is going to give away 18 farms between now and tomorrow, and then he'll be compromised just like the guy he got rid of, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. um, dirty business. And so, but, but this occurs to me, you know, um, the voters are held to such a high, or at least they used to be held to such a high standard of behavior for voting. Like you can't. You can't uh, politic with close to a polling place, and you can't give away water. Remember that was a kind of a thing. And oh yeah, um, you can't you can't pay someone like right directly and, and for of course, their vote. And also, just like as a citizen, you can't do insider trading. I mean, but boy, as soon as you set foot in Congress as a member, insider trading. Yeah, but here's um, a, here's a crazy buying thing. votes. Here's how Congress if 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 we ran if this Flagstaff election w- ran like the House elections running right now, mm. then. Um, if, if you cared about something, the hospital issue or whatever, you could stand outside the polling place and, uh, as people came out. Well, first of all, you'd know how they voted cause it wouldn't be secret and just say, Oh, I noticed you voted for the hospital. I, I, what would I have to do to get you to go back in and change your vote? Mm-hmm. You know, what would I have to give you? Because that's exactly what happens. How and, do I get you in this new car? I know. And so uh, think about that. You're, you're allowed to just change votes. You're allowed to you're allowed to hold as many elections as necessary until you get the answer you want. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to change your vote. You're allowed to sell your vote, not for cash directly, but practically, because you're allowed to sell much your vote. grander than cash. Right, really? Because, because saying, we're talking, you're like, saying, Hey, how would you like a $20 million bridge yeah. for that vote? How about a $280 million um, contract right. with them for the walking your, trail, the yeah, city whatever. walking trail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? So they, they buy it through, they don't buy it through, in one way, it'd be like, okay, you're buying it because, let's say, Bruce handed money to one, and it was like a private transaction, actual I'd cash. Handed, but I, it'd be like it'd be, I'm handing you'd your be, money. Yeah, but yeah, you're <laughs> handing your money. These people are handing someone else's right, money. Right. So like, in a way, it's like, like... It'd be like, I will give you $5,000 of Jeff's money yeah, if yeah. you'll do this If you'll do this. Me. It ain't even their yeah, money. It's like, right. it's so slimy. And, and so I still think that, and yesterday I said it's a 50-50 shot that Jordan becomes the guy. Uh, I still think it can happen. I would say twenty five seventy five. As a now. political expert, let me ask you this: since you're the political expert mm. guy, um, don't bet on this, folks. Okay, so right, the system right now. Not only was that single vote to vacate system ridiculous because mm. that was clearly going to happen. Somebody was going. Somebody to was going to do, do it. it. Yeah. Um, but the other thing 
about the system is if you look at the way it works, you since since half the votes instantly are going to the Democratic side and that's they vote in lockstep. Yeah. Then then you almost never can get to the answer on the Republican side when anybody can say any name. And so why isn't this always handled ex parte? Well, you're like I said last time, you go and get in a big room and you do a normal election, however you would do it, to get to the guy. Everybody that walks into the room agrees that when, when we walk out of this room. This is our guy. When we walk out of this room, the, the majority becomes the unanimity. Yeah. Yeah, I, they tried that behind the scenes and obviously couldn't get to it there. So why even bring it to the floor, I guess? You know, and, and the clock's ticking. November, I can't remember, I know, 17th or whatever or... for the shutdown, which is fine. You know, it's just like, I, I guess, Bruce, my problem, frustration is I, I, don't, I don't know what else to do because nothing else is working with these clowns. I would love a, a thing is, I, well, you say nothing else is working, but I, I, I was surprised that we got school choice. That's a state issue. I know, but it yeah, you know, still happens. Don't somehow. Co- look, folks. Don't confuse my disgust with the Republican, the National Republican Party, with uh, a lot of the friends I have down at the Arizona Legislature, Republicans that I think are doing very fine work. My protest is with the national side of this. I mean, there, there's, of course, there's slimy politicians. Although I think the Democrats operate as a single organism. The, yeah, that, that's the reason fine, I said two weeks ago, up and down the ticket, all the way up, all the way down, because I think they operate as a single organism. Yeah, well, we I mean, look, to, I'm going to vote mostly Republican. I'm not voting to Democrats. They're, it's just crazy. But uh, I, I'm not voting for rhinos anymore, you know, because I'm always told lesser of two evils. left, And it's just not getting us anywhere. So I don't know what else to do other than, okay, fine, you, shut it down. If you don't fine, vote for lesser of two evils, you're implicitly voting for the greater of two evils. No, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I don't agree with that anymore because all we're getting is jacked up, piled on top of jacked up, and, and it, hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't done anything. It hasn't done anything. So, um, and, and when they had full control in, in 17, let, they, let, they didn't do it. Let me tell you, and let me tell you how I got to this conclusion of okay. mine. This conclusion of mine is, and it's a little different for me because I can accept this concept having no children. Okay. We, we're going to lose everything. I'm just hoping to buy a few more years. Want, I'm just hoping to slow it down. There is there is no retaking. Uh, it, it never happens. Once countries tumble into communism, they're communist countries. And, and that you have to hit rock bottom a decades later to maybe fix it. And so... Um, it's not going to be okay, but I'm just hoping for a little bit more, you need time. more time. I'm hoping to get time. to have the machine okay. shop a few more months, a few more years. I got a comment here. Actually, it reminded me this is on YouTube, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I post videos. I did. Uh, thank you. Yeah, and I try to get videos up there. What I decided to do is we we put the best of stuff up there. So just my we, just my, my yeah just Tuesdays, your, your just whole Bruce Tuesdays. Your whole thing. Yeah, okay. I haven't had one in there for two right. weeks because okay. Bruce's last <laughs> video. Uh, I think this was Elaine wrote. Last time you were on when you said you're going straight part, yeah. disagreeing with me as far as I finally left the Republican Party. I hope, Elaine, I hope I'm getting some love from Elaine. I don't want to be carrying this alone. Bruce, I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she didn't say that. No, she says, well, Bruce gave me focus on remaining a Republican. I've been considering moving to independent as well, but my ideas align more closely with Republicans. I don't know if there's any hope for the out-of-control spending in our country and around the world. What will it look like if the five top economic countries all hit bankruptcy together? Frightening. Uh, so you have someone, Elaine. Your listeners you are very intelligent. Very astute there. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, Thanks, Elaine. I needed that. Yeah, I just, I'm. I'm all alone in here. Elaine. I'm an independent and I'm fine with that. And um, I'm not voting for the Democrats because they're Elaine is totally pragmatic. crazy. Elaine gets um, it done. She's pragmatic. Yeah, but if I, I don't need another California Speaker of the House. 
Just don't need it. I don't care what part they come from. Just not going to do it for I'm me. just trying to slow things down. I know. I, I hear you. I hear you. Just trying to slow. Speaking to of slowing Get a little down. bit longer before the end. <laughs> Speaking of slowing things down, um, I think it was 11.34 a.m. I went running out on my deck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Kamala. It's Kamala. I saw the jet fly over. Oh, yeah. Air Force Two. I, I sent guess you the is. time. I don't know if you notice on the TFR, the temporary flight restriction, it showed her window to arrive. Okay. Where mm-hmm. they basically closed down the airspace because one of the exalted right. ones is making an appearance. Like, Although she gets, uh, we'll talk about it later, she gets way less than President Biden. Like way less. Okay. Like way, way less. I, right. I was surprised that she gets almost nothing. As far as like travel stuff? As far as protection. Oh, yeah, but I saw a C-130 fly over. That probably had a limo yeah, in it or nothing something. nothing like the president. She wasn't picked up in an Uber. No, but what I mean, as far as the TFR. Yeah, okay, as far as the restrictions. Like the president comes in, it's like it's a big buffer. Well, TFR, president closes down. Everything. TFR means what? T- temporary flight restriction. Okay, meaning you, your life is disrupted because the exalted one's coming in. Right. So yeah. when the president arrives, there is, there's no aviation other than airliner aviation for 30 miles for yeah. the whole time. Okay, that they're there on the right. ground. Today, you could still fly into and out of Flagstaff. No, oh, okay. And I could still have gone to my hangar and... Yeah, well, it's common. And so, she flies in on a 7, what is that? 757. Thing? 757, so, you know, small one. Yeah. And they brought in a C-130 yesterday, I saw that thing, which probably was some support vehicles. She, does she have a, like that. Did she bring her limo? Probably. I'm sure, I'm sure, because she was going from the Flagstaff airport to NAU, so they had to close down a bunch of streets yeah, and there you know, was a second TFR for that. There was the yeah, TFR. You she can't was gonna, drive. She was going to arrive from the south, and so she had the airspace locked down to arrive to yeah. the airport. And then, the and then there was a TFR, the right centered over NAU. Okay, and then the streets were closed yeah. so that she could drive. So she drives over to NAU, and the power went out for 30 minutes, which is interesting. Um Gives a speech. I don't know what she talked I know, about. I know, I know all about what she talked about. What she talked this about. This is her fight for our Freedoms College tour. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is from WhiteHouse.gov because yeah. you know, I go to the horse's mouth, right? Um, we'll it's focus a horse on, trough. We'll focus on key issues that disproportionately impact young people across the country from reproductive freedom and gun safety to climate <laughs> action, voting rights, LGBTQ plus equality, W-X-Y-Z. and book bans. And book bands. Book bands. So and a, book that bands. That was today. Okay. That was today. So that must have been thrilling. Did and, any of you go? And here's how she picked her colleges. She's gone to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven so far. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how this one got picked. Vice President Harris's Fight for Our Freedoms College Tour will include visits to historically black colleges and universities, Hispanic-serving institutions, community colleges, apprenticeship programs, and state schools. I guess NAU is kind state of a state school, school yeah. but uh, the vice president, but it's a leftist state school, I think is why it wins, right? <laughs> Taxpayer um, subsidized leftist the vice state president, school. The vice president will highlight how the Biden and Harris administration has delivered for young people, outline the work ahead to protect fundamental freedoms. Oh, yeah. And hear directly from students who are organizing on the front lines of these fights. Notice this, I hate this fight, militaristic fight, language, fight, right? Fight, battle. Uh, she will also urge attendees to register to vote. Use their voice and stay engaged. Okay. Yeah, they've helped Bidenomics and Harrisonomics, I guess we call it. Um, they've helped youth. I mean, how's that going, youth trying to buy a house? Yeah. How's that going, youth trying to get a job? How about that inflation? They really helped by pumping $10 trillion dollars art- in. There was an article in the paper today about in um, in Nevada, somebody had a second mortgage, but 
they managed to not pay it until the statute of limitations expired. And then somebody else bought the mortgage. There's a statute of limitations for collecting, apparently. Somebody else bought the mortgage and tried to foreclose. And then the article was about, here's how you call this government help hotline to intervene on your behalf. But, I mean, there was no dispute they had not paid. And they didn't want to lose the house. And mm-hmm. so the government's going to help them keep their house. So mm-hmm. there's something that Kamala Harris would do for you. Oh, is that you could you could buy the house but not actually pay for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's good. It's forgiving student loan yes. debt. And, and, things and, like and that. house debt. This yeah. was house debt too. Yeah. But I, I have always found it amazing, Bruce, though, what it takes to move these people around. And I get they've got to have protection. And, you know, th- there used to be a day where – Kennedy, for example, you know, driving around with the open air limousine. And obviously I want them to be protected and all that. But the cost to do all this, I remember when Bush came to Flagstaff, uh, uh, Bush Jr., he he went, he landed at the Flagstaff airport and then they had to bring in all these extra planes for the limos to shuttle them to Fort Tuthill. Remember the, that? Right. The president's a big deal compared to the vice president. Yeah. Her plane today, the Air Force actually publishes the number. Okay. And, and for once, it's a reasonable number. Normally, government estimates are ridiculous because normally government estimates say, if you want to fly on Air Force One before a campaign, you have to reimburse like Southwest Fair. Or it's oh, it's oh, a yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, right? Yeah. The, but, the two for one special yeah, to LA, yeah, uh, and that's all. That's all that the yeah. campaign has to reimburse. But in this case, <laughs> the 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 military actually has assigned thirty thousand dollars an hour to that to that seven fifty seven, which is really quite on point. Okay, plus the C one thirty, the support one, yeah, sure. all that. I mean, it's. But the, it's probably safe to assume hundreds of thousands of dollars an hour. And the journalists runtime. The food is appalling on the, on Air Force Two. Air Force One has good food. Oh, they get like a hungry man special yeah, from the freezer this, section. There's this, there's this political Politico art, art, uh, uh, article about how terrible the food is in Air Force Two, and they say it's so bad it's ridiculous. And and the journalists have to pay for the food. But oh. that makes sense because you wouldn't want to bribe them with steaks or whatever. Um, but here's the thing, Bruce. Mm-hmm. These people are so gung-ho about the environment, right? Mm-hmm. So how many people you think she brought in her entourage? A few dozen on there probably. Yeah. You know, they, they, they hand it out like candy, like, oh, you get the fly um, because you're such a good boy and you voted for this, Bruce. You can come along maybe. I, I mean, it's, it's mo- mostly journalists probably. Okay, but, but yeah. it's, 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 it's yeah. handouts. Right. You know, you, you get the fly on Air Force Two or Air Force One or whatever. Um, but they fly around and we pay for it. But at the And here's the hypocrisy of all this. They then have the gall to, you can't have a good working dishwasher. Your gas can can't pour well, gas. You can't, we, you need to go to all EVs, but I'm in my 757. Right. So if you're into the environment, Kamala and, 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 and Biden, stay home in D.C. and Skype in or Zoom in to the college kids that are sitting at NAU and leave us alone. I mean, yes, I agree with all that, although all heads of state and, and, and the like are going to travel. I don't disagree, but they're hypocrites. Right, right, they're hypocrites. But I'll tell you the. I'll tell you this. What bothers me? What's a hundred times more hypocritical is Al Gore. That's a mm-hmm, hundred mm-hmm. times worse. His big house, his planes, is this and that. Yeah, the planes and where. Yeah. And that one time he got or carry, caught or carry. It's not my jet. But do you, right, not my jet. Do you remember that one time <laughs> that Al Gore got caught and he says, "Well, I'm I'm not going to be able to save the planet." Yeah, yeah, and he's a special person. They'll say something like, oh, I can't fly fly commercial. I'm very special. They say it in their own little demented, slimy way. But he was was just caught out on that. Yeah, And And another thing that aggravates me, when Bush came, Bush Jr. and whenever that was, early 2000s, I don't even remember getting tickets. Maybe they had tickets. You just went, right? When Pence came 
during the election. You just you just went. When Trump did his rallies in Phoenix and this and that, you had to get tickets, right? But you just went to the site. There was no, well, Secret Service can do screening and this and that. But there wasn't like a, you got to show your, your conservative Republican decoder ring or anything. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris's event, what I heard at NEU was, Invite only, special select. So that, to me, probably means that the Arizona Democrat Party or the locals. She didn't want you asking questions. Yeah, they don't want anybody. No, they want they want you to pay for their plane to fly in. But it's not fly a public staff, event. Yeah. But you're not allowed to come, you slimy, no, that's you know, a very good point low, if it's low life. Yeah, they're going to select who gets that to come. That makes a lot of sense. Talk that's with, a good point. That's <laughs> so bad. Talk with, and now I'm getting in a bad mood, dang it. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Ah, Bruce. Where are we at here? I have a... I, I, I got to do a sponsor. And now I got all distracted. Oh, WT Wealth Management. Look, uh, Glenn Lease, you heard him last week on the program um, and over the weekend, does a great job. Uh, he was talking about his um, woke mitigation fund. I really like this thing. And full disclosure, I, I'm invested in that because I, I think it's pretty dang cool. They, they look at companies that aren't, that are more interested in like actually turning a profit and thing and not making a woke statement. So pretty cool thing. Look, I don't tell you how to invest. I do tell you to educate yourself. And um, I've been leaning on Glenn Least and his team at WT Wealth Management for uh, quite a few years now. And he comes on the program and fills us in what's going on in the market. I really enjoy that. Look, if you want him to you want to pick his brain and have a one-on-one conversation with him, do an uh, analysis and look at your portfolio, why don't you give Glenn Least a call at 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. 928-225-2474. Back in a minute. Slithinger is here with me. He's a true environmentalist. He came up the long way on his unicorn. I I have a I have like one Kamala last piece, I have one last piece of Air Force Two trivia for you. Yes, please. There's no drinking on Air Force Two. And and this what is dive. and what's interesting about this is that it's it just shows the inertia of government because Mike Pence made the rule of no drink, <laughs> of no drinking on the vice president's plane, and then it, it just stopped. They couldn't over, overturn that. Now I'm sure they follow that rule on Air Force One. No, it's party. Yeah, Air Force it's One. Party can, time. Journalists even can order a beer in Air Force One, but yeah. there's no liquor in Air Force Two. Do they have to pay for it? I'm, yeah, I'm sure they do because they, they have do. to pay okay. for lunch. Yeah. It, that better be that better be like a hundred dollar beer. Yeah, you know, I want it to reflect the cost of that seat. <laughs> Did they have to pay for their seat? No, that whole thing's a scam. I didn't get invited to go on Kamala's plane. I was but, on the roof waving though. Like, Kamala? Because they somebody asked if this was ideological for Kamala, and they said no. It's just a rule that yeah, that, that rule. Vice President Pence made, and you know we just did it, we just didn't bother to change it. Yeah, that's, that's okay. I want to mention this before I run out of time and forget. I may go to this tomorrow or Thursday, but uh, lo- pretty local issue down in Verde Valley. Uh, the just SRP that's doing this. Um, and I had on Zach Hauser, who's a farmer down in uh, Camp Verde. Mm-hmm. And SRP basically claims like every drop of water that's running through the state. I'm exaggerating a bit, but all those creeks right. and all that water. Because sometime back in the, you know, before so this times. this is Salt River Pima. 
Yeah, yeah, Ver- Verde, Clear Creek. Sometime, long but time ago. Has the, has Some, the water somebody came everything. in and said, this is all our water. Okay. It's all our water. Okay. And it's still their water today. And there's disputes over the wells that you all have drilled down in Camp Verde and Cottonwood and Verde Valley for like, you know, 100 years. Mm-hmm. It's all SRP's water. So there's this whole um, adjudication going on. And uh, I did file that I would uh, be a guest. We'll see if I actually make it. Um, if you want to go and learn about the... SRP and the water adjudication, fancy words. Uh, it's going to be at the 385 South Main Street in Camp Verde. Is that City Hall? I think. Don't hold me. Look, here's a number 928 554 0009. Last chance to register water rights and adjudication. It's Wednesday, October 18th, 6 to 7 tomorrow. Thursday, October 19th, 10 to 11, 928-554-0009. I think I'm going to go just because I want to learn about what the adjudication means. I've heard things like they may meter wells. Like people have had these wells for 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, talking like, oh, do we have to meter these wells? I just, Arizona's very weird with water rights because it's like Mm -hmm. somebody claimed that water right and it's just like, it's forever. I almost made a huge huge mistake a long time ago when I didn't understand about rural water rights because I wanted a really big ranch Mm -hmm. and i wanted it fee simple and i found this ranch that was completely amazing in in near bend oregon okay 46 square miles and it was a really good price and i should have realized that really good price there was a reason you don't have a drop of water right there's (laughs) that there was this tiny little here here are the two rules for this ranch and it wasn't it wasn't grazing rights it was true ownership true fee simple but the two rules were you could never drive anywhere that there wasn't the satellite didn't already show a trail, like no new route, no new roads on your property, on your property. <laughs> and, and the other rule was that you could, it was, it was like your corn patch. You could, I could have like a, a 16th of an acre of, of irrigated land and yeah, that's it on 46 square miles. <laughs> so it's 46 square miles that you're not, Go, you're allowed to pay taxes on it, but you're not allowed to drive yeah, on it and yeah. you're not allowed. To they will use grind the you to a stump until you get a tax lien and a foreclosure on it. Right. And that's how they can, that's how they can break up these big property right. holdings is through taxation. So the only point, but of it, you can't use it for the resources. Right. It was so offset those costs. If it hadn't been for the taxes, just I might've bought it just for bragging rights, just to yeah. say I have 46 square miles. Yeah, but you ranch. want water. Yeah. I would not buy <laughs> something in Oregon. Maybe in Idaho, you might yeah. be able to find right. something. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, I want to learn about that because I think it's a big, big thing. And look, water rights, I get it when you, you got a f- small farm and this and that. We talked about this with Zach, but when it's just like a, a big company, well, like is- all of those water is now ours. So that way we can suck it off to Phoenix. That starts to get under my skin a little bit. Well, and the, the other horrible thing that happened is when the EPA decided that if you got this little stripe of mud on your property, yeah. it's navigable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I put and a you don't own your land. If it's navigable, don't you don't own your land anymore. Yeah. I don't know, Bruce. And of course, in a dangerous You're species. making me in a bad mood. Well, good, because I didn't want to be the Now only you're getting one. happier. We're balancing each other out. Yeah. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Send us comments in. All right. Good way to save on your heating and cooling is by getting a good set of blinds, shutters, or shades. And do what Angela and I did. And we called the Blind Brothers last year that came in. Replaced all those ugly 1990s blinds with great new ones. Great price. 
I had them do the installation. You want them to do the installation because they do a great job. Mention a Jeff Orvitz show when you call. You get half off the installation plus any other advertised specials. I even mentioned the show. I was like, I heard it on the show and they gave me half off. So that was a good deal. Call them up. The Blind Brothers are going to be able to help you out. 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com. If you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first. Here's why. You call your insurance company, they're probably going to route you through one of those national chain companies, which may cause delays, may even cost you a lot more money. Uh, Diamond Auto Glass is a great northern Arizona company, a local Arizona company. And that's where Angela and I have gone for years to get those rock chips filled so that way it doesn't crack through the rest of your windshield. I think Rob Wilson, who was on the program yesterday, mentioned he's heading over there because he got one of those, right? You got one? Always. You, you always. All, my cars, I never have a Tesla. I've never had a Tesla, either one, without a broken windshield. It's yeah. just, I just add it to the ticket every time I go to Tesla because I should use, I should use our guys. I use Tesla and it's too expensive. Yeah, you should go to Diamond Auto Glass. I should go to Diamond. Um, it's different on Tesla because it's like Star Trek. They have a force field. It's not actually glass. You know, so they, they have that. They have force but field technology. Diamond can calibrate the cameras. And so yeah, the cameras, the cameras is a big thing. Yeah, Because that's a big without those, it's like that. you're yeah. driving the wrong side down the road. Anyway, go to Diamond Auto Glass right there on 4th Street or give them a call right now, 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. Go to the difference is clear.com. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Bruce, did you get a ticket? Speeding ticket? <laughs> Not the one point four million dollar <laughs> speeding ticket. There's more to it than just the headline. No, there's though. more to it. Yeah, than the when headline, I but sometimes it's like, okay, people, there's it's just fun. Yeah. It's, I put it in the joke section because of that. Yeah, what was where was this? So, uh, it, it Chatham County, which is in some state, <laughs> somewhere yeah, in America, Savannah, Georgia, Savannah, Savannah Georgia. Georgia. So this guy, this guy. Uh, gets a speeding ticket. He was doing 90 and a 55 mile an hour oh, that's, zone. That's so that's excessive. flagrant. Yeah. Excessive speed. Um, and he got, he got the bill, the ticket. Well, yeah. So he got the ticket and it's 1.4 million <laughs> that because here's, here's the, here's the real explanation. The real explanation is they don't allow that to be settled with a payment. And so they just put, as many nines as they can into the computer <laughs> because, because the point is you, you don't have the pay option. You have to, you go, have to, to go to court. Okay. And, but the way they tell you to go to court is they say, and if you don't, and, you know, and I suppose 4. you really would be on the hook. 1.4 million. Yeah. That's a good one. That'll fund the police department. That'll right. fund some new radar. Guns. Although that, that <laughs> seems to go against the no cash bail kind of. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a different concept. Yeah, we should protest. Um, in New Mexico, Governor Grisham, poor New Mexico, oh. 
airport that there's, there's an airport for sale there. And I, all my friends, my balloon friends said, Bruce, you got to buy this airport. No, and I said, no, not with that governor, not with that state. I, I, I just, even though I have a balloon, the but, caliber of people we have in office, Kamala Harris flying over the fact that she even flies in that plane. I'm like, really? Can we do better America? New Mexico, please come on vote for somebody else. Even just like a Democrat. That's not, a raging tyrant like governor Grisham, you know, she did the gun thing, which went away right. because it was oh. clearly unconstitutional right. where she said you couldn't carry concealed or uh, open in right. the County around Albuquerque. Now she's saying that all public, she did an executive order that all of the public, uh, you know, vehicles, the, the fleet vehicles and this and that, they all have to be electric. They're following California. Uh, quote, the fact of the matter is that consumers and dealers want better access to electric vehicles and the actions we've taken through clean car rules and now tax credits are leveling the playing field, she said. I also took well, action she'll today. No problem, she'll have no problem sourcing them because nobody wants to buy electric cars. Have you seen this? The f- is it crumbling? Ford is going to uh, close plants over this. Yes. Nobody's buying electric cars. Here's, here, here's what I predicted with this electric car push. It can be a good thing if we would let it develop naturally and the government can't wave a magic wand and create this stuff. So the government is going to be the cause of the decimation of the electric car right, once because, again because, because now, they're stupid. Now it's ideological. Now people said, do you yep, remember when the government almost made me buy a yep. bad car? Yep, they and ruined it. But but Elon was well well on the way to making them better. Yeah, you know, It's just like, remember, remember uh, digital cameras used to take terrible pictures. Mm-hmm. And then there was a magic year where digital had had parity with film. And then, and, and then, then film was in the, and yeah. right. And well, now all of a sudden you don't have one hour photo right. lab. So anyway. Tesla, right. Tesla is, was getting to parity, but, but it's, it's an engineering problem. You don't, you don't mandate the evolution of the technology by, by year X. By look, look, I, I have no other way to say this other than dumb government politicians, bureaucrats cannot mandate uh, the the business, the business cycle, the evolution of a product. They can't just say, Bruce, well, just make it. I There's a whole process to this. And these people, I don't mind an electric car, but these people are ruining the whole right. market because, no, because if not Ford without a bailout, which is always possible, right. they're going to wind up going broke if they keep going down this of, road. I'm kind of impressed that it, that Americans, you know, when it comes, it's, it's kind of like when people are leftist until the, until the new homeless shelter shows up next door the to them. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, America, They're called limousine liberals. Right. Americans seem to have another thing where when they literally are facing the prospect of, of spending twice as much for an electric truck that can't make it up the hill to Flagstaff, then all at once they're saying, no, wait a minute. Now you stop oh, preaching uh, and start meddling. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's like it's like Kamala and her plane. It's like, oh, you want me to walk there yeah. or I got to drive uh, you know, across the country. Oh no, no, no! It's okay to burn a bunch of fuel thirty thousand dollars an hour. Now the government can mandate, but they have to completely abandon the free market. Because, for instance, when I lived in China, and even to this day, yeah, uh, you live where China tells you to live. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get to move. Yeah, it's, it's going to fall apart. It's already you're already seeing indications that it's falling apart. Uh, which the, the electric car? Oh, right. Push. It's just it's just crumbling. Right, but I mean, but I mean, the point is that. What happens is either the government loses or the government just says, no, we'll do, there's a totalitarian yeah, solution, yeah, 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 which is yeah. you're going to buy hopefully, an electric car. Hopefully that, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, a trend that's happening is banks closing branches. I saw this article in Gateway Pundit. Um, Gates, U.S. banks closed over 3,000 branches last year while opening just 1,000. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase led the, the branch closures. Uh, article goes on and on about how many are shuttering their doors, 
quite frankly, especially the youth, they don't go to banks. They do it all online, so the need for them is much less. However, where this is all leading to, though, is because especially the youth, but really all of us, we're doing everything online. The normalization of the, you're doing a digital transaction, so you're doing the credit cards or you're doing some kind of Venmo or whatever those right. other payment, private payment doing options social are. Credit, social credit banking. Yes, they're all getting you geared up because they're going to flick a switch someday and say, well, you're already doing this. Now we just got the CBDCs, the central bank digital right. currencies, and the feds are going to come out with one and say, oh, it's the same thing, but it's not. We all know that. Right. It's going to be a government-controlled uh, digital currency. But I did find it interesting that the number of branches they're just going. They're oh, going fast. I personally observed this because I I bank at every bank, and I there it's it's but it's becoming rare to get to go into a bank now. Yeah, Scottsdale's kind of re- <laughs> Scottsdale's reactionary. Scottsdale's real traditional. <coughs> Bruce Sorry. got a cough there. We'll let yeah. him. We'll let him recover. Scottsdale. Scottsdale, uh, uh, Scottsdale is Scottsdale, and there's branches everywhere. Yeah, I heard because you know it's like was it like Jesse James. Uh, banks go where the money is. And yeah, so yeah. there's there's branches everywhere in Scottsdale because the banks have a perception that people there, that's where the money is. You're going to see your rural banks though and things like that. That's going to be hard because there's no money in that. Yeah. So you're going to see those just absolutely disappear. No, but this this is this is happening and it's going to happen, like I said, more and more. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, Biden to Israel. Um, apparently he wants to go. This to me is a total disaster. Why would Why does he need to go to Israel to... You know what was the purpose? You know what's here? interesting is um, what's interesting is that when it's convenient, he says, "Like, remember we didn't go to Hawaii right away." Yeah, he said, "Well, I don't want to disrupt." Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so there's nothing to disrupt in Israel this week. Is that what his point is? Is like, uh, I can, yeah. I can sail into Israel and distract everybody. Um, well, it's also a very dangerous. It's very situation. dangerous. And do you want to talk about my whole thing about the foul diplomatic soup? Are we in that section now? Um, that sounds good. Foul diplomatic Foul soup. Foul diplomatic soup. I hope um, that's not what my geese turn out to be if I get some <laughs> here next week. <laughs> okay, go so, ahead. Yeah, run down. Um, well, first of all, the first item I put down is, and I, I wrote down, I put it on Facebook a week ago, mm-hmm. and I said, that took a, that took exactly one week and not a day more. Um, the, the View uh, said this quote. Never seen it, but I, I've heard of yeah. it. Although Hamas is a terror organization... The same designation was handed to the Proud Boys, one of the groups behind the violence at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Huh. I knew within a week there would be that equivalence. So so the people that, I don't even want to say the things they did, but people know. I don't even want to think about oh, it. Oh, it's but, sick. But the sickest things that have ever happened, sicker than, as sick as the Holocaust. I mean, probably, you know, more cruelty yeah, well, no, it's hard to beat the it's, Nazis, but, but that kind of cruelty. Let me sum this up for you because yeah. it's the, I can't say the it. M- most evil things that people can do, yeah. children, babies, kids, old, you know, every, I mean, that was the attack from Hamas to Israel. And so that's but now, sadly, that's now been drawn to January 6th. Yeah. Okay. Of course they have to do that. And I'm sure Trump's name came up as well. But the sad reality here is Bruce. We are one week and a couple of days past the attack right. that Hamas did on right. Israel. It's it's disappearing fast, and this is what I fear. Oh, you mean the window of opportunity? Yeah, and just the attention span of the U.S. but the West in general oh. is like that of a gnat or a fruit. What does a fruit fry yeah. fly live like a day? Are, what, what happened? People, it's just what happened to the babies is now becoming normalized. In yeah, a week. it's like what, what was that was a yeah. long time ago. 
Um, I had said this last week that Israel would have to move fast just because of the. And actually, if uh, I well, one thing I'm the tension span in this world. One thing I'm surprised that Israel didn't do. This would have been the very best window of all. And I think I, pro- you know, I made a lot of promises if, as my president for life presidential mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah, and you sold your soul. One of my promises was to just publish all the policies in advance, so nothing's a surprise. Here's what the Fed mm-hmm. does. Here's what our military does. You do this. This happens to you. Well, for a long time now, we've had the technology to see where missiles and artillery come from, mm-hmm. right? So on the battlefield, if somebody lobs a shell, we lob the shell back automatically. It's a computer response right, there, yeah. right to that launch yeah. site. They're gone. Well, I don't understand when, when it, it, it'd be cool if Israel had been set up for this. As soon as the massive barrage of missiles started coming by surprise over the horizon. There's one following the, right, that w- the, that would have the, been the, the rocket chance, trail back. Right, that, that would have been the chance yeah. to blow up every launch site yeah. just as a starting point and that wouldn't have even been controversial because you're literally shooting to stop the shooting look i don't know military strategy or anything like that i don't, I don't know what they have to do i know there's still hostages so it's a heck of a situation then you got biden potentially going over there confusing it even more he doesn't right. need to go there but i do know public opinion and public momentum and i sense it's already uh failing quickly and falling off quickly i mean you don't even hear bruce about ukraine anymore you sadly won't hear about Israel pretty soon um, unless they do a big ground invasion, which they're going to have to do. They have to go in there, but it's being delayed and delayed and delayed. And I can't imagine what they have to do you know, to even plan this. You know, what's about but is- but the, the attention span we've got and the ability to even remember things from last week is, is kind of just sick although, at this although, point. Although Israel won't forget because they... No, they won't. I, I you, agree. If you look at the social media of both the country of yeah. Israel and the prime minister and other social media accounts are all official, yeah. they are not pulling any punches. No, no, no. no. I, I'm not in saying fact, they went that. after Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid's like an actress or a model or something. I've never heard of she's that. She's very popular. Yeah. She's beautiful. Is she, like, is she like hanging out with Taylor She's Swift a Palestinian. Well, she's like that, oh, that okay. kind of okay. A-lister. Okay. And um, she, she posted something kind of equivocating... Uh, uh, you know, the Palestinian plight yeah. with the Israeli plight. And yeah. whoa, the, the country of Israel no, on their Instagram. I'm not saying out. Israel. I'm not right. saying Israel. I'm but saying America. the West and right. the general public. And you need public sentiment on your side because you know how this is. But, but they right. should they should just say to hell with public sentiment and do but, what they got to do. The, right. Here's the thing. About <laughs> the, here's the thing about the foul diplomatic soup. We, you, you know, we I hate it when people fail upwards, and diplomats can fail upwards. Oh yeah, all the time. Because, Look at Kamala. Look because, at Kamala. Right? There's no way. There's no way to to prove that they didn't make things that they didn't make things better. They can always claim they made things better. Yeah, it would but, have been worse. But think about this: we've got the, these hotbeds of terrorism. They're entirely funded by mostly us, and there are so many channels of money uh, through Qatar from us to Qatar to Iran to Hamas. And we send a lot of money that winds ju- up because yep. we we just won't say that is our enemy. We should say that's our enemy, not a penny. Yeah. But instead, we're trying to bribe everybody. We try to, maybe, to buy them off. Yeah. yeah. But that's how it's working in D.C. too, right? right? right. I mean, we, we right. went over that already. Right. All right. Love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. And hey, hit sus- subscribe if you're listening to the podcast. All right, uh, it is Wing Wednesday at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Head on up there right there in that Bashes Shopping Center just north of downtown Flagstaff. Right by the hospital, by the way, which we've talked about quite a bit. Wings are amazing. Yeah, great wings at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, and they're half price right now. Take advantage of this every Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. 
Today's not Wednesday. It's, it's Tuesday. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. Well, you might be listening to podcasts. Tomorrow's Wing Wednesday, so yeah. do that for lunch. Do Taco Tuesday today. Tacos Come on, LaHair's got in my tomorrow. head. Yeah, check it out. Sportsman. They've always, bottom line, they've always got a great special up at Sportsman's great. Bar and Grill. Drink specials as well. Head on up there, right there in the Bastion Shopping Center, just north of downtown Flagstaff. If your smartphone breaks, Just Wireless can fix it. And, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, if your smartphone breaks, Just Wireless will fix it. If you want a new-to-you refurbished smartphone, Just Wireless has a great line of phones. Um, I've taken my phone multiple times to get the charging port repaired, uh, cracked screens, batteries. They can do that. Batteries is a big one because they, they seem to go dead quicker than ever before. Uh, Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue as you're coming in off I-17. Uh, and check them out at JustWirelessAZ.com. That's JustWirelessAZ.com. Save some money. It's important to do that. Don't spend a fortune on a brand new smartphone. Go to Just Wireless. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show San Francisco going out of business. Did Godzilla come through again? I brought a headline for you, and, and it's quick because there's really no need to elaborate. We've been <laughs> elaborating for two years in advance. Yeah, yeah, we warned you. Right, back when I, back Get when out I, of California. Back when I talked about we broke everything. Yeah. This is, I mean, those that failed to study history are now, are now weeping San Francisco their gate. More people want to leave San Francisco than any other city survey shows. They're number one. They're number more one. People, imagine, imagine being the mayor of a city. Where that more people yeah. want to leave than any other city. It's a fun city too. It's a it's a shame that they've destroyed was. that. Yeah, it was was. It's, it's a and they're coming to Arizona city. when you drive up from North Seventeen uh, on a weekend to see how many people are zipping around the state. Look at all the building going on in Phoenix as far as manufacturing and all that, Bruce. I mean, people want to go where they're not destroying. Where there's some law and order still. Hopefully, Hobbs doesn't ruin that though. Here, if some if your yeah. listeners want to go to sfgate.com. Yeah, uh, they can just look at Exodus. Just Google Exodus, and you'll see hundreds of businesses leaving. Just closing up. Just closing, closing up shop. These restaurants, sixty years, fifty years, they all closing. Gone. Yeah, gone through there. The whole culture. Yeah, cultural genocide, economic cultural genocide. Okay, Bruce, always fun. Yes, yeah, appreciate fun. it. And uh, I feel better now because you've taken you're happy. Yeah, you've yeah, taken I've, the hurt off of me. Yeah, I've, I've absorbed some of your I pain. Transferred my despair to you. That's good. Like like Vulcan mind melt. Glad to help. See you guys tomorrow. Take care. Yeah.